and welcome to I Read a Book Once. My name's Emma, and this is a podcast where I talk about books. Today is the first part in my special Halloween three-part series. I will be talking about the Harley Merlin series, which is a nine-book series. There are going to be three episodes, one today, one on Thursday, and then one on Saturday, which is Halloween. So the Thursday one will be the 29th. I'm very excited about it, and each episode will cover three books. I recorded it all as one thing, unsure of exactly where I was going to cut it in between books, and I somehow miraculously recorded about 35 minutes about each three-book section. So I'm really proud of myself, and let's get back into my pre-recorded episode. Here we go. So if you have been listening to my podcast previous episodes or following me on Instagram, you might know that I have recently been reading the Harley Merlin series by Bella Forrest. I've actually been reading the series since May, I think. My grandma's best friend Bobby was reading the series and she sent all the books to our house because she thought that we would like them and I was the first one to pick them up and my sister's also been reading them. She is on the sixth book. So like I said, I've been reading these books since May, but I didn't start recording episodes until August. And at that point when I started, I still had three books left that I hadn't read. I hadn't read books seven, eight, or nine. And so it didn't make sense to me to record an episode for seven, an episode for eight, an episode for nine, but give you no context of what happens in books one through six. I decided to just wait it out until I finished the series, and I finished it last night. Now, did I truly finish it? Sort of. So basically, there's one overarching plot about Harley and her friends that takes place in the first nine books, and then there's a second nine book series about one of the other characters, kind of a spinoff, which I'll get to when I talk about book nine, but I don't want to give anything away right here. Also, like always, there will be spoilers, but it's going to be a little bit different than usual. I'm going to talk about the books one at a time, so if you want to listen and follow along with what you've read up to that point, that's fine. Stop the episode and come back. So I'm not going to, when I talk about book one, I'm not going to talk about things that have happened in book nine until I get to book nine, just in case you don't want those spoilers, but you just kind of want to know what's going on originally. I just thought that that would be a great way to do it, and so that's what I'm going to do, making a little bit different than usual. I think that's everything I needed to tell you before we get started. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to do short, I promise. This first book, it might be a little bit of a longer kind of plot summary just because there's a lot of characters and I need to tell you about all of them. But after that, I'm really going to try to keep the plot summaries to a minute or two, especially the earlier books that I read longer ago. I know what happens in them, but I don't have as clear of a memory as I do when I typically do my plot summaries where I remember literally everything, well not everything, but I tell you basically everything that happens. I'm just going to tell you kind of the main overarching parts and then tell you kind of uh, my thoughts, my opinions on what's going on there. But first, I think what I want to do before I start on book one is I actually have this one other point. So like I, well, let me tell you the premise of these books real quick. So the premise is magicals. That's right. Magicals, you say? Yes, magicals. What are magicals? They are people with magic. Instead of uh, calling them witches, wizards, warlocks, etc., our author decides to call them magicals. So that's what they're called 
we just have to deal with it. So basically, it, it takes place in San Diego, and magical society is kind of structured around covens. So if you're familiar with like witch terms, whatever, covens are kind of like your group. Sometimes it's like your family or whatever, but in this sense, it's kind of like the coven is like your society, your little city base. I don't even know. So basically, there's covens in all the major cities, and they ha- live in interdimensional bubbles. They have a director. They have different preceptors who are kind of like other people in charge, and then all the people that live in the covenant are a part of it. So they're kind of like their own little societies, basically. And uh, humans don't know about magicals also. So the premise is just like the main character, Harley, is a foster child who uh, has a couple different powers, but she doesn't know anything really about her family or anything. And then she ends up just being discovered by the magical community and being brought in. And then eventually they fight some evil forces. So that's kind of the premise. I thought of it almost, and Harley is 19. So in the first book, she is saving up money to potentially go to college next year, taking a gap year. I'm pretty sure that's not ever going to happen now that I finished the first nine books. But who knows, maybe one day in the future, but I highly doubt it. I kind of thought of it at first when I started reading it. It was like Harry Potter in uh, but college and uh, America. It's not really like Harry Potter except for the fact that there's coven or that there's like a magic society and whatever and our main characters are 19, 20, stuff like that. I don't know. But that's kind of the basic idea of what it's about. And there's one other thing I want to say before I start going hitting this hard. I have only ever finished one other nine book series. If you've ever read a long series like that, you know that at a certain point, you really need to be dedicated and love the characters to keep going. So the only other nine book series I've ever read is the Sister Grimm, Sisters Grimm series by Michael Buckley, which I read in middle school for the most part. I think maybe the last books might have come out when I was in high school, but I'm not quite sure. And you get to a certain point in a nine, nine book series, probably books four, five, six, something like that, where you're like, wow, I'm just not enjoying where the plot went right now. But I need to know how it ends. I'm very invested. I love the characters. And that's why you keep reading. If the characters are not your favorite, you don't finish it. So why did I finish this book series? Because I care so much about Harley. I talked about this in my um, Kit Sweetly podcast. But I really cared about Harley. I needed to know what happened to her. And even though sometimes there was a couple of books, specifically books four and seven, that drove me nuts. Um, I had to keep reading because I had to know what happened to them, even though those two books in particular took me kind of a long time to finish because they made me so angry. But that's just the nature of life. And so this was a long little intro. And now we begin with book one, Harley Merlin and the Secret Coven. So I've already told you basically Harley's this foster child. She was dropped off at a foster home or something like that when she was three years old with a note from her dad that says something along the lines of, I love you, stay smart, stay safe, love dad, something like that, right? So she knows that she was loved and she has these powers. She's an empath, empath. She's got the power of empathy, basically. So she can sense other people's emotions. And so she uses that power and we start off the book and she's working in a casino catching cheaters and she she like can tell their emotions and 
tell if they're cheating or not basically and catches them for the casino owner she also has a fire power where she can kind of like shoot fireballs out of her hands and that's all that we know at the beginning is that she has those powers she doesn't know anything about them how she got them or anything and so she's working at the casino and there's this hot guy that comes in and she's like oh this guy's kind of cool and then she sees something like mysterious go in the vent and it's like wow that's weird and then she leaves work for the day the night she hears this man screaming for help and she goes and she's trying to help him and she sees this like monster basically attacking him but the man can't see the monster he's just being dragged off by invisible hands if that makes sense and then so harley starts launching fireballs at and trying to fight it and then the mysterious guy from inside the casino who's really hot comes out and the two of them battle what harley finds out is a gargoyle so the two of them battle the gargoyle and they defeat it and wade okay the guy's name is wade sorry okay so wade traps it and puts it they like put the monsters in a jar because they kind of condense i'll explain that later and wade is like you have magic why aren't you part of the coven and harley's like i don't know what you're talking about and so wade gives her this his business card and is like you should come and join the coven and if you don't come i have to report you basically and harley's like give me a couple days or whatever and hey wade's like fine and so harley goes back to her apartment and she does not want to join the coven she just like no I just want to live my life like I don't know but at the same time she's kind of like answers would be great and then she throws Wade's card away but it starts following her around magically like being in her pizza box and seeing it in store windows and everything like that and then the gargoyle comes back and somehow escapes and attacks Harley's apartment so then Wade came to see her I don't remember exactly how it happened but she ends up going back to the coven with Wade and doing a trial month basis learning about the coven and seeing if she wants to join it and she's really like oh she's feeling Wade right like they've got some uh, chemistry some romantic tension and blah 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 but Wade is also kind of arrogant and uh, definitely very privileged whereas Harley grew up in the foster system when she was 16 she was taken in by a really nice family called the Smiths who have a daughter that's Harley's age and they're like her new family and they were really nice to her but before that she had a string of horrible foster homes and whatever so she grew up like really poor in some parts like didn't really have much didn't really have a family whatever whereas Wade is clearly very rich he always wears suits and he has a very expensive watch I believe it doesn't really matter but the two of them are feeling it but also like at the same time they kind of butt heads which is pretty fun as a reader to watch and so Harley goes and they're having a problem so the San Diego Coven or the SDC currently has the bestiary so basically like I mentioned earlier all these covens are in interdimensional bubbles so they're not technically in the real world you have to say a spell to get in and what powers them is the bestiary so magicals when they do a lot of magic they then purge a purge beast so some sort of monster after they do too much magic and then they capture those monsters and put them in the bestiary to help power all the covens around the world and every 100 years the bestiary goes to a new coven and 
For the past three years, it's been at the San Diego Coven, which is the laughing stock of the magical community. Okay, perfect. I had some audio problems, but it looks like they're solved because I was recording this and it cut out, but luckily I was able to recover it anyways. So Harley goes and gets a blood test and the blood test is able to tell what sort of magic power she has. So it turns out she's a full elemental. So every magical has either fire, water, air, or earth elemental powers and Harley has all four, which is really rare. She also has telekinesis, which we all know what that is. And she imagines it as a lasso so she uses that to pull or push things and then we also have her empathy power and so they're very and she tests as a mediocre which means she's just an average magical she'll never do anything very impressive and they're very surprised by that because the four the full elemental is very rare but so they think okay maybe we'll test you again excuse me later but they don't during this book so then after that they go to um, a full coven meeting because the gargoyles have been escaping from the bestiary and they're trying to figure out what happened. So they're putting together two teams. First team is going to uh, interview people and see if they saw anything and then wipe their memories because humans can't know about gargoyles. And then the other team is the investigative team is going to try and figure out how they've been escaping. So what happens is Wade and this guy Garrett kind of get into a fight and the two of them become the two team captains. Garrett picks him, this guy Finch, and other people who are basically irrelevant and they're all basically the mean people of the coven that nobody likes or, and they're like really mean to the main characters, right? So they are the investigative team and then Wade gets put in charge of the rag team which Wade is really upset that they're just the cleanup crew because he's pretty powerful and whatever. And Harley joins that team along with our other main characters who I'm going to tell you about now. So we have Santana who is from Mexico and practices Santeria magic, which is basically she's got these little orishas, like these little light things that can do magic for her. I don't know. It's hard to explain. Then there's Tatiana who is from Moscow and she is a Koldoni, which means she can have spirits. She can talk to spirits and see them and kind of channel them through her body. Then we have Astrid who is a human and she's also black and she is really tech savvy. So she's like their tech support human. And she's also been resurrected three times, which you're kind of like, what? But yeah. Then we have Dylan, who was also a foster kid, kind of went through the system, and he is a Herculean, so she, he is really strong. You've got Rafi, who is kind of a mysterious. There's something going on with him, but we don't know what. And that is the team. And so those are all our main characters that we kind of need to know about. And then there's the director, Alton, who is kind of helping Harley figure things out. So basically, Garrett and Wade have some sort of problem. They used to be friends, but now they're not. And we're like, what's going on with them? And Garrett is hitting on Harley. And you're like, ew, gross. And then Harley finds out that her parents are the Merlins. So before she's going by Smith, which was her um, adoptive family's last name, but she finds out her parents are the Merlins who are really powerful, but her dad killed her mom. And so she's very upset about that. And when she figures it out, Garrett overhears and then tells everybody the next morning in the mess hall. And then nobody wants to talk to her because her dad was basically like blacklisted for like killing a bunch of people, including 
her mom and nobody knew that Harley existed because they thought the baby died with Hester, which is Harley's mom's name. Harley's kind of getting a cold shoulder from a lot of people, but Finch kind of stands up for her and tells Garrett not cool. And then he ends up teaching Harley kind of how to control her mat, like her telekinesis. But then they end up doing a tracking spell and they find out that the person who has been letting the gargoyles go is Finch. And it is they have the big fight and it's revealed at the end that Finch is actually Harley's half-brother and that Harley's mom had an I had a twin named Catherine and Catherine had dated Harley's dad first and then her dad left Catherine for Harley's mom and so now Catherine is this really big evil person who's done a lot of like horrible things and Finch ends up getting arrested and it's found out that because he's a shapeshifter, so he was able to shapeshift and pretend to be other people to frame them, but they figure out at the end it was Finch. And the reason nobody knew he was a shapeshifter is because Adley, who was the doctor at the beginning of the book, was his lover. And so she lied about it for him when she did his reading. And that's basically the plot of the first book. I know that took kind of a long time, but I promise they will get shorter as they go we just had to explain everything that was going on so I don't have as much to say about the first book because I read it so long ago but I really enjoyed it there was a lot of exposition in this book because you're learning the magical system you're learning who all the characters are you're learning about Harley's backstory a lot going on right but then kind of the action happens at the end with the big fight scene with Finch I will say I was very surprised that Finch was First of all, Harley's half-brother did not see that coming. Second of all, that Finch was the bad guy who had been releasing the gargoyles because of that scene, because of the fact that he kind of defended Harley for being a Merlin, which now you kind of understand because they are related, but then also he was kind of nice to her when he was teaching her about telekinesis, right? So I would have expected it to be Garrett, who was a lot meaner to her throughout the whole thing instead of it being Finch so I was definitely surprised by that but we'll get back to that later on and then uh, the other thing is there was this weird so I said at the beginning that Wade and Harley they like they they're feeling each other right like you know that at the end of the series at least by the end they're gonna get together right but then you have Garrett in here being like before he finds out that Harley is a Merlin He's all like, ooh, you're hot. We should go out on a date. And Harley says yes, but not because she likes him, but because she's trying to get information from him. But Wade takes that not good at all. He's very upset about it, which me too, Wade, because I was mad at Harley that whole time when she was like, yeah, Garrett, we'll go out. But they don't end up going out to the second book, so we'll talk about that then. But that was the other thing I was like, oh, oh, what the heck? But I was... I'm enjoy- I really enjoyed this first book. It was a great introduction into the series. Really just let me know what I needed to learn. And like I said, I read this back in May. So I don't, if I had been reviewing this or talking about it right then, I'd have a lot more to say, but I can't say everything I want to because it'll spoil the other books. So let's move on to Harley Merlin and the Mystery Twins. This book picks up um, just a couple weeks or a week or two after the first book. Harley is still... Um, in her trial period at the coven and their next thing that's going on is they're being sent out into San Diego to 
talk to families that have magical children and bring the children back to the coven and take them away from the parents if they're foster parents or get the whole family to join the coven if they're rogues. Rogues are basically, I don't remember if they're called rogues, but I'm going to call them that. They're basically just people who aren't part of a coven and just live independently instead, if that makes sense. They split up into two teams and they, do they bring, no, I don't remember. So they split up into two teams and they start investigating and every place that they go, they find out that these two mysterious twins or have been there and they're shapeshifters because they look different and go by different names, but it's clearly the same people because they're leaving a business card that says the Ryder twins on it and they have gone before them. And so they're trying to figure out who the Ryder twins are and then as that's going on, all these children are being stolen. So all the, the all the children are being stolen after they leave them at the parents instead of taking them back to the coven because Harley was very heartbroken about wiping the memories of the foster parents if they were in good foster homes or whatever. That ends up backfiring and she feels really guilty about it when they get stolen. You also have Dylan being put under a curse by this guy named Kenneth Willow who was one of the foster kids but he was an older one like 16 or something like that. The Ryder twins got to him first and taught him dark magic because they are working with Catherine. And Dylan tries to attack and kill Tatiana, who, um, starting in the second book, the rest of these books have multiple point of views. So they're told by Harley and somebody else. So the second book is told by Harley and Tatiana. I was kind of upset about that at first because I'm of the opinion that if you start a book series with only one narrator, you should not add new narrators as you go. I ended up by the end of the series not really minding it as much but and like I liked Tatiana I didn't mind being in her head um whatever but I just was very taken aback when that first happened I was like what the heck so anyways they're trying to find the missing kids but they can't figure it out so then they're trying to get ahead of the Ryder twins and then at the same time Harley goes to visit the Smiths and they've brought in a new foster child named Jacob and he apparently has magical abilities too he has the ability to, uh, he's a portal opener, so he can open portals and go other places, and he also has a sense sensate ability, which means he can tell if other people are magicals or not. Basically, what ends up happening is the writers find out about Jacob, they go to, oh, and also, before that happens, Tatiana lets, in order to cure Dylan from the curse, because the two of them end up getting together by the end of this book which I really don't like their relationship I don't see them as compatible but that's neither here nor there um I'm gonna talk about romances in this book and in the series in general later I think but probably want to talk about book four so she lets a spirit into her body to help get rid of the curse or whatever and then he ends up convincing Tatiana to let him stay and then he tries to take over and her body and kill everybody but they end up getting him out and then the Ryder twins kidnap Harley's foster parents and are torturing them and then Harley and Jacob Jacob opens a portal and Harley gets the Ryder twins out of there and they end up killing one of them and the other one goes to purgatory which is magical jail then Jacob so at some point in this book I believe Harley finds out that she still has an aunt on her dad's side who is also a portal opener who has been living off the grid so that nobody can find her and just, like take advantage of her portal opening powers or kill her like Catherine wants to 
Isadora is the aunt's name. So Isadora and Jacob then disappear at the end of this book so that she can teach Jacob about portal opening because it's not safe for them to be in the coven, which Harley doesn't really get. And uh, then they uh, mind wipe the Smiths so that they don't remember anything that happened to them. Yeah, so that's the second book, basically. One thing I didn't talk about that we're gonna talk about is we find out why Wade and Garrett do not like each other anymore. Um, wow, I just thought about this. And this plot point I'm gonna talk about right now is then, okay, so basically what happens is Wade and Garrett used to be best friends back in Texas where they're both from. Also, apparently Wade is like Irish and talks with a sort of an Irish, like a, a small Irish accent. Like, I, that's not the word I want, but you know what I'm talking about. And I always forget until it's mentioned like once a book and I'm like oh yeah Wade has an Irish accent apparently anyways so the two of them used to be friends back in Texas where they're from and when they were 13 they get into this fight and what happens is that Garrett reveals that he's a shapeshifter which Wade did not know even though they've been best friends for however many years by shapeshifting into Wade's crush and then being like oh Wade I want to kiss you basically and then shapeshifts right before they kiss to embarrass Wade and then Wade says some mean things about shapeshifters because basically it's kind of like oh all Slytherins are evil it's like all shapeshifters are evil so there's like this really bad stigma so they don't talk most people kind of hide that they're a shapeshifter or whatever and we see it in the first book with Finch being a shapeshifter and him being evil right so then the two of them never kind of get over that Wade is like because then Garrett does it again to him pretends to be some girl or whatever again and so basically Garrett's hurt that Wade said basically shapeshifterist stuff to him like mean things about him being a shapeshifter very prejudiced things and so Garrett's hurt by that and Wade's hurt that he was A, embarrassed, but then B, that his best friend didn't trust him with that secret, which like, you know, I know how that feels. So like, yeah, that's not very nice. So I think they're both in the wrong here, but I also feel like Bella Forrest could have come up with a better reason why they don't like each other. Also, during this book, I forgot to mention, but in the first book, Harley can't feel the emotions of certain people and she can't figure it out. And one of them is Finch, another one is Garrett. I figure out before Harley that she can't feel the emotions of shapeshifters. So, boom, I was a genius. I figured it out beforehand and I felt so smart. And so, that was a stupid plot point. Could we please have a better reason why Wade and Garrett were not friends? They try and sort of ish makeup they both apologize because harley's sitting there and makes them do it but oh so stupid and also i don't like garrett i didn't like him in the first book i don't like him in the second book and wait till we get to the third and fourth books where i also did not like him let's see i think that's everything i have to say about book two really want to talk about that wade garrett fight and why it was so stupid and again i read this book back in May so it's been a long time so that's book two. Book three Harley Merlin and the Stolen Magical so basically what they're trying to do throughout this whole book is find the stolen kids that all got stolen in the second book they have a really hard time doing it they're trying to track them down with Catherine or whatever and Harley and Wade oh also at the beginning of this book Harley joins the coven for real which is really exciting 
and then she needs to do she needs to show everybody all her different powers she doesn't have very good control over her earth and air elemental powers and then part of doing her empathy power she has to read the emotions of all these different mage council members so think of the mage council as kind of like the leaders there's like a mage council in each state so think of them as like the seven leaders of like the state and then there's also a president who we don't really know anything about until the fifth book but that's neither here nor there so she has to do them and one of the people she's worried about reading the emotions of is Imogene because she can't feel her emotions so you're like oh she must be a shapeshifter but Imogene takes off her bracelet and Harley's able to read the emotions then. So you're like, oh, okay, that's weird. She just has an emotion blocker bracelet on. And Imogene we meet in the first two books and she's kind of serves as this mentor role for all of them and always is there for the team when they're having problems and is there to give them advice, okay? So Harley officially joins the coven. Her and Wade try and find Jacob and Isadora. They do, they bring him back to the coven which ends up being a disaster because Isadora gets captured by Catherine. I don't remember if it, that happens in the third or fourth book, so I'm sorry. That might have just been a spoiler, but that does happen. And Harley also I forgot, is trying to learn more about her parents. I didn't mention this in the second book, but she's like learning more about them, and she ends up finding out in one of these early books that her dad was put under this cursed by Catherine that made him kill her mom so he wasn't just like a crazy bad man who killed his wife no he was put under a curse so Harley's also trying clearing their names and she's trying to learn more about them and so powerful magicals write grimoires and so she wants to go look at her parents to learn more about it and she's also but the thing is she reacts really badly around grim grimoire she did earlier in the first book and also they're just like Oh, this is weird. And then the person who this point of view also in this book is Santana, which I really enjoyed her point of view. She ends up starting kind of a romance with Rafi, which I also really liked. And we find out in this book that Rafi is has a dingin, dingin, dingin. I don't know, D J I N N. You guys it's like a genie, but it's not a dingin. Dingin. I don't know. But basically, he has one inside of him who, um, so when he can't control his emotions, that's why Harley, when she reads Rafi's emotions, she can read two at the same time, so it's always really weird. So he can mostly control the Dijin, who they named Kadar, so I'm just going to call him Kadar. They, he mostly can control Kadar, but sometimes he can't. So Santana starts a romance, and I actually really like the romance between the two of them, which I didn't really care for Dylan and Tatiana, so it's just kind of there, basically forest pairs everybody off and I'm just kind of like eh eh I that's fine if I feel the chemistry so and Santana is basically throughout this whole book working up to a purge she uh, has been using a lot of powerful magic and so her and Harley go to New York which is where her where Harley's family is from to go read from the Merlin grimoire and they sneak in there and like lie and whatever and then Harley finds out that she can read from unfinished grimoires which nobody else in the world can do so that's very powerful and she also starts reading out this spell and it goes like really horribly wrong and Santana has to stop her which kind of pushes Santana over the edge so they find the missing kids 
but they don't end up being able to rescue them because Catherine's there. And this is book three is the first time we actually meet Catherine. She's super powerful. Her and Harley fight and they basically, I think this is when Isidore maybe gets captured. I can't remember, but whatever. They barely make it out of there and they don't save any of the kids because they weren't where they thought they were. And then Santana goes into a purge at the coven later and they have to fight purge beast which is kind of like this feathered snake thing like quetzi or quetzal or something like that which was i can't remember if it was a mayan or an aztec god i i can't remember so i'm sorry about that but he's a purge beast and they talk to him sometimes because he can talk or whatever and it, it, her purge beast kind of looks like that and that's kind of the gist of book three so yeah see it's getting a lot quicker as i go what did I think about book three? Did I have any thoughts? I was really surprised that we don't meet Catherine until book three, to be completely honest with you. And also book three is kind of where we see, well, also in book three, I didn't mention this, is we see the beginning of maybe Astrid and Garrett having romantic relationships because Astrid kind of is on Garrett's side for some unknown reason because Garrett then joins the rag team after Finch is arrested or whatever, except I still hate him and I still hate him even after I finished the ninth book I don't like him I don't hate him I don't like him and I'm like really Astrid you're gonna go date Garrett but they don't officially start dating yet in this book but I was like ew because I could feel it coming in book four and spoiler alert book four the second POV is Astrid which I have lots of thoughts but we have to wait to get there and so Yes, book three, I really like Santana's point of view. She was fun. I like her friendship with Harley and her relationship with Rafi I thought was cool. And I also really appreciated that we finally found out what the heck Rafi's deal is and what's going on there. And what sets him off is his dad. Usually his dad's on the mage council and they don't get along at all because his dad doesn't like his Dijin. Dijin. Genie, I don't know. I'm sorry. Um, I should have looked it up how to say that before I started, but I just didn't do that. So YOLO. We're still Harley and Wade. They're still not together yet. We're we finished book three and we're just sitting here like, when? When is it going to happen? I just want it to happen. I just want them to get together because you know that they're that Harley's having the feeling. She's like liking Wade, whatever. And I'm just like, oh let's like get together already but also at the same time I appreciate that they're building this foundation of friendship and trust and whatever before they just automatically start dating and like they didn't just start dating the first book so I appreciated that at the same time so I don't know um sorry again so I don't have as much to say about book three but trust me for the rest of these I have things to say and oh also so in book three the one other thing I want to mention is that it was family weekend so everybody's families came to visit but Harley obviously her parents are dead and her aunt is captured and whatever and so she goes and she goes to visit Finch in prison and she's basically trying to get Finch to tell them more information or switch sides or something because she's like Catherine doesn't care about you like you're just a pawn whatever and Finch is like no I'm not like you're gonna lose blah 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 and I'm just uh, laying that out there sowing some seeds maybe mm, I don't know 
But that was book three in the Harley Merlin series. I'm going to stop here and uh, with book three. And the next episode that comes out on Thursday, October 29th, will be about books four through six. And then on October 31st, Halloween, you'll see books seven through nine, which were my most recent reads, my most vivid memories and thoughts. Remember to follow me on Instagram at I read a book once blog. Check out my website, I read a book once blog.com, and let me know what you thought of the Harley Merlin, Merlin series. I'll catch you guys in two days.